0: Hello, welcome to Mikey Pod. This is episode 192. Today is September 17th. What is happening with the... My, I just restarted recording and because... Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But I gotta get the podcast out. It's 10 p.m. Uh, it's been a sort of crazy 48 hours and it's gonna keep getting crazier and... Guess what? I can't tell you any of the reasons why. You're going to have to come and see my show in October of 2016 uh, so I can tell you the story then of what's going on this week. It's crazy. That's all I can tell you. Uh, Sorry about the binging. I turned off my phone, but my iPad is across the room, and I just got a Facebook message, and you don't really need to know any of that at all, do you? Today's guest is Luke Curtis. He's a visual artist, a musician, Uh, uh, videographer. Oh my God. I'm so tired. (laughs) Um, but this is how devoted I am to this podcast and Luke Curtis and, uh, that's it. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead. And, uh, I'm going to play for you, uh, Luke Curtis's remix of a track of mine called gone. And after that, we'll get right into the interview. Mikeypod.com is where you can find information about this show notes and whatnot. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. That was a Luke Curtis remix of my track, Gone, from my remix album, Reworks of Tentative Armor, which is reworks from why I'm talking about myself, uh, of my album. But this is Luke Curtis, who did that remix, and he's got lots of new projects happening. He is a... Since you're my friend, I feel really weird about, like saying a bio thing so i will say he's a great artist and we're going to talk about a lot of that he does video visual art music uh, so many things so many things welcome to the show luke hi (laughs) hi (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so we have you've got a new project to talk about we should talk about that because the video um introducing the whole project is up on my website today mikeypod.com Um, But you're here to talk about it. So do you want to just give me a rundown about what it's about?
1: Oh, sure. Um, It's called The Woods Are Watching. And it's part of a body of work that I'm sort of in the midst of developing called Crayon Portraiture. And I have uh, I I debuted the body of work earlier this year with uh, an essay I published in the journal palaver which is an interdisciplinary journal from um university of north carolina at wilmington and this piece the woods are watching is sort of the next part of that project and it, the, the body of work is called crown portraiture and it's based on the historical it's a medium of crayon portraiture which is uh an antique form of enlarging photographs. And not very many people are familiar with that medium. Uh, But For this piece, I've used that sort of as the visual basis of um, these uh, banners that I've created that I did a site-specific installation with and I hung in the woods and created this sort of environment um, in nature. That you um, experience the piece with, and uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of it's it's kind of hard to talk about in a way, and I guess that's the what the why I did the video because I feel like it, it shows it a little bit better. Um, but that is the the basic part of basic idea of the piece, I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, I like it's funny talking about visual art on a podcast, but it works. It's like every time I do it, I'm like, oh god, this is, and and I don't consider myself a visual artist, so I also right. have that like insecurity there but it always works out we just have to believe
1: (laughs) yeah i I think it's really interesting and it's it's a challenge to talk about something visual when you actually can't see it but it's a good practice and it's interesting because it starts to it, it gets you at least speaking as you know the artist in this instance it gets you thinking about it in different ways and like really at the root like this work and so much of my work i actually think is conceptual art in so many ways. And so like, that's kind of the point you need to talk about it. You know, you need to explore the concepts, you need to look at the ideas behind it, uh, beyond just the visual aspect of it. And uh, so, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, like the the piece itself, because where it's situated, like what, what I saw in the video, and tell me if I'm perceiving this the way it really is, is a really heavily wooded area where you've climbed up in the trees yes and stretch this how how wide would you say the
1: banner is oh the banners it's about uh, I think it's like 72 inches wide um, and about 20 inches tall I think that was the, roughly the dimensions if I remember so uh, it's uh, you know pretty large like uh, as tall as you know or taller maybe than a person um, if you stood it on its end um, Definitely one of the bigger pieces I've actually ever physically made. And that's actually part of the idea because the the crayon portrait medium, as I mentioned, was a a method of enlargement in the late 19th century. And so that's part of why I chose to do this is, uh, well, it's like I wanted to use modern digital methods to take those same antique images and enlarge them many times beyond what the, the original pieces actually were and so uh the 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 banners are actually what i've done is i've taken the eyes um from a portrait of a man and a woman so there's a set of female eyes and a set of male eyes and i've enlarged them to that you know large size that's 72 inches wide so you imagine the eyes that are you know a set of eyes that's 72 inches wide And, um, the other aspect of it, so you mentioned the setting, which is in this heavily wooded area, it's actually on uh, the farm where I grew up and where my family is rooted, um, many generations. So it ties into this whole genealogical, uh, work that I've done with some of my projects in the past as well. And, um, and then the whole title, the woods are watching. Um, so it's, it's kind of the idea there's multi layers there, multiple layers there, Um, The idea that, uh, you know, the eyes coming from a portrait of my ancestors, so like the woods are watching, like my ancestors are watching, um, you know, nature is watching, it's all around you and alive and a living thing, uh, as opposed to just something that, unfortunately, many people think that we're here to dominate. And um, Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of trying to maybe infuse um, a different kind of perspective about uh, how we interact with nature. Uh, so, the, so a lot of different ideas present, I feel like, in the work.
0: Yeah, and and I guess one of the things that, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Poignant about the whole piece is the fact that it's there on the farm, and it's not really intended to have a huge audience of people. You know,
1: right, right, exactly. Because um, I felt like the location was a key, like like that's part of the conceptual aspect. Like I could do the work, you know, anywhere. You know in terms of you know being able to install it and put the put the things in, in the right place but uh the concept wouldn't be quite as strong for this particular piece um and so that's why the site it's very site specific uh this work uh it, and i designed it with that in mind
0: cool. so the banners what are are they weatherproof and how long will they stay where they are
1: that, that's an interesting question and I, I think that really hits on an important aspect of the piece as for how long they stay there uh i'm kind of just i almost consider it a permanent installation uh, i want to see how the piece revolves over evol sorry evolves over time uh i don't know what will happen uh i don't know you know will they just fall down will they rip will uh, some animal come, you know, take them away. Like I, I, I don't know, uh, but that's okay, and that's kind of part of what I want to see. I want to see how how nature reacts to this presence. Uh
0: huh. Um, because and, it's, and, it's the way the piece just sort of folds in on itself that way, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I think so, definitely. Um, so that's. That's something that uh, you know we'll see. I'll go back and maybe they'll be. Maybe I'll do another video and like say what does it look like when I go back? Uh, you know, in six months or, or whatever. I don't know. Um, so I think that's that's definitely something I had in mind for the piece from the beginning was uh, how and like I mean I think time is an important aspect of it. Like even when I stand in the woods and I look at the piece, just over the course of of one day like the light it's amazing how much the light changes just in the course of one day and and therefore that impacts what your visual what you're seeing and what you're there to experience um and that's kind of another part of it is i i, I like the idea of creating a piece in a space that. Minute to minute, it looks different. And uh, hopefully, that encourages people to engage with their surroundings and look a little closer, maybe, you know, than they would otherwise.
0: Yeah. Uh, it reminds me the whole uh, potential for decay of yes. um, Yoko Ono in the. I, I didn't know these invitations existed, and you probably saw them at the moment, the show that's there right now. I guess it just closed recently, didn't it?
1: It either just closed or is about to close. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. There's, there's an invitation she had that had came with a bean sprout that was grown in her bathtub.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) It's just really interesting. Like my first reaction and my reaction to it until I'm talking to you about your piece was like, Oh, why did she choose a bean sprout? Look how gross that looks. (laughs) But like, I'm sure, or maybe she didn't, but, but I, I wonder if part of her process was about that bean sprout just doing its thing for yeah. however yeah. many years
1: i think so i think that you know the the nature aspect there of just letting it run its course mm. is an interesting thing
0: so do you uh, i think you already answered this i was going to ask if you if there was something that you hoped people would get from this piece
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I did answer that to an extent, um, but I'll just restate it. Um, I, I hope ultimately that it encourages people to consider their environment, to consider their surroundings and to look at things a little different and to think about, well, maybe the woods are watching me, you know, and then expand that, as, you know, the woods, like nature, mm-hmm. um, the earth, like maybe, maybe there is some presence there that, uh, looks back at us and, You know, wonders what we're doing and uh, why why we're doing what we're doing, and just think of it more as uh, um, something to be respected.
0: Yeah, and uh, like a lot of your work has this sort of nature aspect to it. With um, I was thinking about your meditation walks, the meditation journey. Um, Are they? Would you consider those pieces um, related?
1: The journey meditation walk, um, I mean, I wouldn't consider it part of this, you know, formal body of work that I'm working on now, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're definitely related in terms of, uh, as you point out the, 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 the nature, the connection to the earth, um, cause the journey meditation walk is a piece that I do barefoot. Uh, and so that, that is a choice that I do, uh, to specifically emphasize this connection between uh, human and earth. Uh, so there is a, that kind of connection, uh, which is, uh, uh, I would just use the word spiritual to describe, uh, that. And I think that that spiritual aspect is part of, uh, both of these works, um, or part of pretty much everything I do, I guess.
0: Mm. Do you feel like the, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting into like really like uh I don't know what I don't know what kind of questions I'm saying. Um the piece is the um the woods are watching. Are you in some way acknowledging like the um existence or the continued existence of those ancestors? The like those exact people that are in those uh banners?
1: I think I'm a- acknowledging more broadly the influence of ancestors upon who we are today. Uh, So I think that the people who came before us just sort of generically speaking uh, definitely, I won't say define who we are because I don't think that's true, but they influence who we are. Uh, And for better or for worse we Choose to break break from that influence or not, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I see that in my own life. There's so many elements of that where I look at uh, who I am and my views about life. uh, Certainly, uh, have deviated from you know what I would say was the sort of traditional views from my family and, and my ancestors, uh, in some ways, in other ways, not at all. But I think that, that, that it's a, it's a kind of a tension, I guess, between the present and the past. That's always there for me, uh, that I have to explore in, in my art. And so that's kind of what I'm exploring is that tension, um, the acknowledgement that there there's the past and there's the present um, many even many generations past and uh, exploring that tension that exists there
0: this is like it's a, a, such an interesting conversation like as as we talk about this I'm getting a better understanding of conceptual art <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean uh,
1: that, like it's it, it, pretty cool
0: it's so not about, you know, and I'm a, like, I'm a super big, as you know, Yoko Ono fan. And side yeah. note, that's how Yoko brought us together in a, oh, in a online community. <laughs> um, but yeah, just that idea that it's not really about the piece at all, except for the fact that the piece exists.
1: Yeah, it's true, and the piece—the piece exists, uh, you know, especially in the case of Yoko, in your mind. And so, I think that's what I—I I try to do, like with a piece like the woods are watching. Yes, you know, there's these banners, and they hang in the woods, and there's—we uh, haven't even talked about there's the ladder that you climb up into the trees as part of this piece as well. Uh, Those these are phys- physical objects that exist in the world, and that you can experience the piece, but. Uh, it's it exists in your mind because it they those objects exist to evoke uh i won't say a certain state of mind because that implies maybe there's a correct state of mind that every person will have the same experience which uh, i do not think is the case every person hopefully will have a unique experience Mm -hmm. uh but that that is the art that with that experience that uh, comes forth in the mind of the person, the viewer. We'll call them, for lack of a better term, uh, that is the art to me. Uh, and I, I try to find visual or or or, or oral or uh, not oral, oral. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it as a u r a a Good uh, <laughs> uh, ways to experience things, um, and it's all for me. It's all about evoking. Whatever it evokes in your mind, and there's no uh, right or correct uh, experience that is to be evoked. Uh, and that's what I think is really interesting. Yeah.
0: Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even acknowledged the fact that you are the person who designed my book. We should talk about that collaboration a little bit before we wrap oh, things yeah. up.
1: That um, was a lot of fun, that project.
0: Yeah, it was. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, What is there to say about that? You made my book.
1: I made your book and I did some videos for your
0: concert. Yeah. For the um, album release show. So much good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can you imagine way back in was it was like mid 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. When did we meet? It
1: was late 90s, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look at look at us now.
1: I know. And I did your music video, too.
0: Oh, for Invocation and the Vocations. cover for the Invocation album or a yes. single.
1: Single, yeah. And the, so the Invocation video has the journey walk in it, which you were discussing a while
0: ago. Yeah. 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 So that's worth looking for. Yeah. We should wrap this thing up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, we're, we've been talking for a while. Um, oh but so the places to go MikeyPod.com to see the video for. Um, uh, the woods are watching and I need to turn off my notification to my computer. This is note to self and to the listeners. <laughs> that little moment when I stopped was like a text came up on my computer and I was
1: yeah, like, yeah, oh, I had what? a couple of
0: those too. Uh, so. Um, so yeah, and now here it is on my phone for fuck's sake. Uh, so <laughs> Mikeypod.com to, uh, get to see the woods are watching video and you can go to LukeCurtis.com, Right. That's your website.
1: Actually, yeah, that will redirect you, um, but uh, bd-studios.com is my main site, I guess. Got it.
0: Um, And all of these links will be at mikeypod.com. And you can watch the video, or maybe don't watch the video. I shouldn't be saying that. And do not go look at this video we're telling you about. But what (laughs) if they just knew about it from this discussion? If you choose to do that, that's fine, too. (laughs) But you should watch the video. uh now i've talked in too much of a circle thanks for joining me on the podcast did i lose you you're still here
1: i'm here i was drinking Sorry. Oh, okay
0: <laughs> oh my gosh i'm really overmodulating too okay um so thanks for joining me
1: yay thank you
0: <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast